Welcome to the One Stiletto in the Grave podcast with your hosts, Sonny Ormond and Jane James. Well, hello, darlings. Are you feeling curious, generous and joyful today? Well, if so, you're in very good company, because that is the motto of the amazing academic archers, two of whom are chin-wagging with us today. We talk gin, we talk knitting, we talk community, we talk laughter, and oh, so very much more. <laughs> Here's Janie! Ah, we're delighted to welcome today two guests from the phenomenally successful Academic Archers, and they are Dr. Cara Courage and Helen Burrows. Uh, for any of you who have not come across the Academic Archers, it's a group of people who use um, archers' characters and themes to explore issues that are not just in Ambridge, but in the wider world. And I have to say, in my experience, they do it with a great deal of humour and a great deal of joy. There's a wonderful annual conference with papers on anything and everything, from, um, from rural accents to counterinsurgency doctrine in Ambridge. And there are books with wonderful titles like Flapjacks and Feudalism, and Custard, Culverts and Cake, which I can thoroughly recommend. Um, so Cara is one of the founders, and somehow, I don't know how, she's managed to fit her academic archer's commitments around her work. She's passionate about the ability of the arts to create transformation in our society, and she also works with organisations to make change that puts people and communities at the heart of the places that they live and work. And Helen's background is as a senior lecturer in social work, and she's presented papers at, I think, five out of the six Academic Archers conferences, including one on using the archers to educate social workers on social issues. She's also an ex-Morris dancer, and she's a wonderful knitter, and her Ambridge cardigan, which she is wearing now, was chosen as one of the BBC's 70 items for 70 years of the archers. So welcome to you both. Hello, good to be um, here. Uh, Cara, can we start with you? How long have you been listening to The Archers? It's a bit of a moot point. Um, I think like a lot of people, <laughs> The Archers was in my world as I was growing up, but I wasn't necessarily a listener. It was always on in my grandmother's um, kitchen. And I come from a farming background, so of course The Archers was on. Oh. And it just seems to be one of those constant wallpapers of sound that I associate with growing up. Um, but of course, I was a precocious five-year-old. I wasn't interested in having to be quiet and sit down and listen to this uh, programme. But I did properly get back into it, um, I think, about 20 years ago. Though, of course, time changes and can't necessarily put an exact date on it. And again, a bit of a classic story. I would have Radio 4 on in the background as I was working and I'd hear the Archer's theme tune and there'd be a reflex in me to go and turn it off. And then I think one day I just got really lazy and stopped turning it off straight away. And that's how it got in. <laughs> and I suddenly found myself a few months later uh, shouting at the radio at something that a character had been doing. And I was like, oh, OK, that's it. I'm a fan of the Archer's. It's happened. <laughs> It had got into you, into your bloodstream by then. It, it has a habit of doing this, the archers, doesn't it, actually? Um, I'm so interested, uh, Cara, with the academic archers. Can you, can you tell us uh, how it actually came about? It came, oh gosh, how it came about through a really innocent conversation over Twitter. Myself and Nicola Headlam, who set up Academic Archers, 
we we have different academic interests but there's a crossover of what happens when a community might be consultive on something that's going to happen in their community and it was the root b storyline and we find ourselves shouting at the radio through the medium of twitter going it wouldn't happen like that it wouldn't happen this is what would happen and then friends of us linked us up and said you two have got to talk um and so we did and then through this process of sort of egging each other on like okay so if there were to be a conference what would the title of one of our papers be what would we want to talk about six months later there we are in a room um that uh, the University of Liverpool, their base in London, kindly let us use having a conference on the arches. We had no idea if it was, anybody was going to turn up. We charged uh, £5 for a ticket. Um, that was just a cup of teas and coffees. Um, and it was standing room only. Uh, and there were people sat, you know, every seat was taken. The people were sitting on the steps going up between the seats. There were people standing at the background as well. And at the end of the day, we got a standing ovation. Not necessarily, I don't think necessarily for anything that particular that Nicola and I did. I just think the joy of everybody being in a room with other Archers fans. Um, but we were kind of told, like, you have to keep doing this. Um, and so we did. Gosh, that is just amazing. So was it just the power of Twitter? Is that how you the information was, was got out, that the fact that the conference was happening? It was completely amazing. through that. Um, Twitter and then, you know, there's some really big... Um, and healthy you know Facebook groups of Archers fans as well mm. so we we got it out mm. that way um, the BBC have been really supportive of us right from the beginning I think there's a little bit about you're doing what <laughs> at the start <laughs> yes. but they've come along and they really you know they spoke at one of the conferences as well talking about the archives that they have on the Archers which was fascinating so yeah a really big sort of social media word of mouth um and and people you know there's been a lot of people telling their friends like you've you've got to get involved in this and it's it's grown in its momentum um that way and and jd weren't you at the first conference somehow i right? was i was and the i think the second one the one at the british museum oh that was um, a lovely uh, conference i oh, loved that one at so, the british museum it was joyful i i probably wouldn't be invited back because there's some i remember there's some kefir taste and I managed to kick mine over the very nice carpet. So, um, yeah, apologies if you're not allowed back there. We did get I an email there. about the amount of kefir that had been spilled during the day. <laughs> it was it was in quite sort of tiny little cups and very, very, very easy to knock over. But, no, they're just such joyful occasions. So was it a big surprise to you then how it, how it took off? To be honest, yes, it was. Um, and mm. I should say, when we say academic arches... It isn't just a group of academics, it's for anybody. And we really think at Academic mm. Arches that anybody that listens to the show has that academic knowledge of it. You know, the history of it, they understand the characters, mm. their motivations. They got the sense of that place of Ambridge. It's so rich. Um, in one of the, um, the last conferences, I think it was over... 600,000, it's a ridiculous number of total years of listening. Now, you cannot say that that isn't an academic, you know, body of knowledge. Um, but, yeah, the, the momentum that we've had through this and, and people keep coming back. I mean, it's we, the chat that we do have about the Archers, as you said in that wonderful, lovely introduction of yours, Jane, we do talk about the Archers and the storylines in it, but we also then say, well, what is that like for us? 
what is that situation like and how we experience things. Um, and we have academics talking, obviously, about something to be their field of research and interest. But we have a lot of people from their professions coming in and saying, actually, you know, so uh, primary school education, for example, we had teachers coming along to actually say this is kind of the size of school that there might be and so on and so forth. Um, but people, they're, they're talking about their passion, whether they're an academic or not, they're essentially they're talking about their passion. And it's really seemed to have caught hold of people. And so what actually happens, um, Cara, at the conference? What's the format? What happens at conference is a hell of a lot of laughing um, and a lot of gin is drunk. Um, at the conference in Reading, we actually drank the bar dry of its gin and they had to go and get more. <laughs> so well, there's a lot are. of laughter and socialising, which is great. But mm. we, we essentially, we will um, take over a weekend somewhere and people will come from all over the country to come and join us. We are usually staying in the same hotel or near each other as well. So there's, again, there's another sense of camaraderie with that. We try and buddy people up. If they've never been to a conference before, if they're not confident with travel, we'll buddy them up with somebody from their area and they can come along together too. And some lifelong friendships have come out of that, um, let alone actually just meeting people at conference. And then on a Saturday, we'll have a day where we are talking about our favourite subject, the archers. And there is a lot of laughter at characters. There's a lot of laughter at ourselves. But of course, the archers covers some very serious issues and those will be talked about too. Um, and, you know, we have covered every every possible aspect of, of the archers that is there we have talked about. And Helen has been one of our absolute stalwart favourites for delivering some amazing papers at conference. The papers are all about 15 minutes long. So, you know, mm -hmm. it's not a long thing to sit through. It's always really casual. There's a lot of people that they bring their knitting and their crochet with them as well, which is really great. And things have been created Brilliant. from one conference to the next. And, and Helen is, again, a great part of that with her amazing knitting skills. Mm. Um, there's usually, again, another social in the evening. We've got to make the most of the time that we've got together to be together. And then the Sunday morning, we send each other off um, with a listen, to, a live listen to the omnibus. And I've oh. never heard a room so full of uh, vociferous opinion <laughs> just being shouted at the radio. It's not just, you know, not just us individually in our homes doing it anymore. It's all of us, you know, 150, 200 of us together shouting at the live listen to the omnibus. And then we go on our separate ways, but then we continue to meet, particularly on our Facebook group as well. Okay. That's brilliant. I, th I think what a fantastic format. Um, and and w w do people have to proffer the papers ahead of time? Or... We do. We put out yeah. a call in, in pretty good time, um, usually mm. sort of five or six months ahead. All that we mm -hmm. ask for, you know, when we say call for papers, that is an academic term, unfortunately, but we're just asking for oh. ideas. And we ask people right. to send in 200 words or so about what they'd want to talk about. Uh, Nicola and I, and then a, a group of the academic archers, um, you know, our fan group on Facebook, we will have a look at those, we'll peer review them, and we'll send feedback to people. It's not often we say no to a paper, I've got to be honest, because the ideas that come through are an embarrassment of riches. Um, and we have some amazingly knowledgeable people in our group. Um, and we, we've had a really huge variety of, of papers coming. Um, and then so we'll get back to people and go, yes, you're in. And we might mm -hmm. theme a session, like when, um, particularly when um, the Helen and Rob storyline was happening, mm -hmm. we had a whole afternoon devoted to that. 
we've also had um, whole sessions and whole books actually com in, uh, devoted to women in Ambridge and looking at some of the characters and the relationships that the women have. Um, so, you know, you might be in a, in a session that is, is themed or it might be a completely standalone paper. Um, but, you're, you know, you're joining a huge community of, of people. And then, yeah, then people come along to conference and they do their wonderful thing. And it's great. That's great. And, and, and do you have a sort of Q&A after each paper as well? Is there a big discussion? We do. About I that? mean, there's been some conferences, and this is particularly thinking of the Helena Robb one, where we had so many papers that we had to structure it slightly differently because there was so much to talk about in that. And, of course, mm. we had to be really respectful um, to the storyline and obviously what it was, was based on as well. But there's usually, yeah, we will build in a Q&A. But of course, we're with each other all weekend. So the chat just keeps on coming, yeah. you know, through all the tea breaks, the meal that we have in the evening, walking from the hotel and back to the venue. The chat is constant of the archers and everybody that is there because we it is our passion um, and we're so happy to be talking about it. Everybody, you know, you can just go up to anybody and, and go, right, okay, that thing that you said then about Helen, no, <laughs> whatever your opinion <laughs> might be, everybody's up there to be, you know, we're all chatting away. And, and just to be sort of really clear, because people see the name Academic Archers and I think, go, whoa, but there's, you don't need a degree to join, there's it's inclusive it's open for everybody yeah absolutely we you don't need any academic conversation uh, qualification to to join us you don't need an academic qualification qualification to be up on stage talking about you know talking through your paper the academic interest the academic bit yes did come because we were academics and going hold on from my research it tells me this and that isn't what's happening in Ambridge or that is what's happening in Ambridge but it's actually just that really fanatical knowledge. We're nerds about the archers, basically. Anybody can be a nerd about the archers. <laughs> and as soon as you join our group, we call you an academic fellow as well. So you get that academic qualification just by, by joining our Facebook group. But it has been interesting. Some people have actually gone back into education because they've come along to one of our conferences or read some of the books, been part of this community. And kind of gone, actually, hold on a minute. I, I can do this. Um, and so pe some people, you know, quite a gap on from their schooling have gone back into education. Um, and we had one person go from, from a, a BA and then go on to do their master's and now starting a PhD just because of that, that engagement of academic archers. It's quite amazing. Gosh, how yeah. wonderful. It inspired them to get back into education again. How wonderful. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. You know, I know somebody for whom that's true. Um, it just gave her the inspiration to go back into education again, which is a, you know, it's a big step. It is. It's a and really big step. And it is a big, we do recognise it is a big step to come from wherever you may live to a university base, to step mm -hmm. into that kind of conference type environment. It's really unknown to a lot of people. So we try and make it as easy for people to come as possible. So there is that buddying system. And obviously it's a huge welcome from us when people come in through the door. I just, you know, my memory of that very first conference was just you and Neko just smiling <laughs> just, and so, so, so welcoming. It was wonderful. Our cheeks <laughs> really hurt after that, for like literally for a week <laughs> but, afterwards because we, were, we but, were so happy. <laughs> what, a, what an achievement. What, what, 
would you like to do the do you have any plans for what you want to do with the academic archers next is it well we do have a next conference and this is a bit of a kind of you hear it you know you heard it here first moment mm. our next conference is going to be a face-to-face -face one um, and it's going right. to be next April. So it's the 21st of April for a Friday night drinks and welcome. Um, and then it's we're going through to the Sunday for the live listen. It's going to be held in Birmingham at the Town Yay. Hall and Symphony venue. Um, and we're doing it as a big mashup with Dumpty Dum as well. So the other, you know, oh, Big great. Archers podcast. We're finally, yeah. we've been saying it for years, we should do something together. And we are. And one of the reasons why we're doing it together is this is the first time in a really long time that us as Archers fans have been able to meet face to face. So it's like, OK, let's make it a real biggie. Let's really go for it. We took a year right. off last year because I just think all of us coming through the pandemic and keeping things going through lockdown, we're just absolutely exhausted. Um, mm. And it was it just seemed too much of a stretch for everybody to do something but we're coming back with gusto for the next one so um those are the dates we're going to start to put those out and about now the call for papers will be coming out really soon um so get thinking on ideas and what you'd want to talk about i have a feeling that helen has some ideas already <laughs> <laughs> and we'd love to have Helen back to almost get that clear run through of speaking at every one, every conference of ours. So, yeah, that's where all of our energies are focused at the moment. We we cannot wait to see everybody again. And, and how many members have you got, Cara? Gosh, right. OK, so Helen might know this better for the Facebook group, but it's, it's over three, three and a half thousand, I think, on Facebook. Wow. And to conference, wow. we always get between 150 and 200 people wow wow that is amazing you know isn't it it's just terrific actually yeah. and if if anybody who's listening now would like to become involved and, and join presumably they just go online do they just and, go online you, you just put in academic archers into facebook and you'll find us there there's some questions that we ask of you just to make sure that you are completely fanatical about the archers um you know just the usual housekeeping for that uh we are also there's um we have our website academicarchers.net and all of what we do is up there but what you'll also find on there is um some recordings of um the conferences that we've done in the past so you'll get a really good flavor for us on that and turn your mind you know your headphones down a little bit because again there's a lot of laughter <laughs> it does reach yes. quite a volume <laughs> but you'll get a really good sense of what it's like to come to conference and the kind of things that we're talking about brilliant brilliant well i want to come but i can't how could, i'll have to come incognito i'll have to pretend to be somebody else or something won't i, I want to come along it sounds wonderful no, no, because be but you. you have had haven't you i mean people like lovely charlotte martin susan and i think and headley uh, you know who played kathy i think that they you, they've been involved they haven't have, they, and, and charlotte was really mm. great because obviously charlotte is mm. if, if there's anybody that is really an academic archer it's Charlotte because obviously mm. she is Susan, but she is also an academic in her own right. Absolutely. And she gave a really good, um, it was a fascinating paper about the trajectory of women in the arches and looking mm. at when women started to write the scripts, how that changed, what we were hearing women say, sort of looking at the nature of their friendships that all got a much more in depth, more nuanced, more, you know, multi dimensional environment. Um, and so she's she's been a really great person to have on board with us yeah. as well. Mm. So yeah, we've we've um, 
and and as I said as well, yeah, the BBC have come in and been really supportive too. So it's it's those are relationships that we absolutely cherish. We really do. And yeah. I think I think that's fantastic. You know, I mean, being part of of the show, I think um, to have that relationship with our listeners is just is just wonderful. It's so enriching for everybody, actually. Um, and. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm just thinking about Charlotte. I'm sure people who've never seen Charlotte before were quite surprised that she was Susan because I think she's so very different, isn't she, from the characters that she plays? Um, uh, so really very different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you do her on stage, okay. though, or when she's talking, it's like, oh, yeah, there's Susan. There she is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Today's podcast is sponsored by Turtle Doves. Turtle Doves recycle pre-loved cashmere jumpers to make beautiful accessories. Their best-selling fingerless gloves come in a large variety of colours to brighten or complement any outfit. The benefit of keeping your wrist covered throughout the day will help maintain warm, cosy fingers. Other accessories include neck warmers, loops, scarves, beanies and baby booties. All super soft and luxurious to the touch with great eco credentials. Turtle doves. The perfect present this Christmas to keep your loved ones warm. Okay, well, while we all check our diaries for the 21st of April next year to make sure that we are free to go to Birmingham for that, um, let's have a just have a bit of a chat with Helen because Helen, um, I know you've been listening to the Archers for a very long time, haven't you? Yes, I mean it was always on in the kitchen on Sunday mornings um, before church. I think so. It must have been a different time. Um, so yeah, I I remember listening from about nineteen sixty four. I think because I'm I'm the same age as Shula, so we sort of grew up as sisters. <laughs> You've worn better than Shula, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And I'm not sure that she knits, which you do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what what drew? How did you get involved in the academic archers? What? How did you find out about it? And what drew you in? Well, I was still um, I was still working at Nottingham Trent Uni at the time, and I saw a call for papers for the for the first conference. And at the time, I was I was supervising a social work student who wanted to understand more about domestic abuse. And I'd suggested to him that he listen to the Archers and the conversations that we'd have from there. I thought, oh, you know, that's that's quite a good idea. You could actually use the Archers to teach people about this was at the time of the Helen and Rob story. Um, so I thought, well, I'll, I'll have a go. You know, I, I might not get accepted, but at least I'll try. And it's, it's good practice writing for a call for papers. So I put it in an abstract and um amazingly was was accepted and I was so nervous to go along and, and do this but it, it it was the first academic conference I'd ever been to where it was funny mm. I hadn't laughed so much in ages and I met some amazing people my paper was really well received everybody was really interested and asked questions and it sort of went on from there and then we started the Facebook group up and it sort of carried on and you know and being able to write for a book as well I've the academic arches has led to me having more publications since I left the university than I had when I worked there 
That's which fantastic. is brilliant. Yeah. And that I'm one brilliant. of the ones who, who may continue into further studies because I've actually st- now finally um, started to make inquiries about a PhD. Have you really? Brilliant. brilliant. I have. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. That's fantastic. I've been threatening very... it for years. <laughs> it's really interesting, um, uh, this issue or business really of of the archers sort of playing out into real life because I got an email from a friend the other day to say do you know that my daughter who's just doing GCSE media um there's just done a whole module on the archers and it actually was to do with the Helen and Rob storyline you know the the Mm. the abuse storyline isn't that amazing I think that's terrific Mm -hmm. so uh, how did your how did your social work students respond when you suggested listening to the archers and how did you have that dialogue with them well his um his mum listened to the archers so he was aware of it and i i think he he carried on to listen because um he certainly what you get with the archers is that it's because it's just like a fly on the wall you hear so many more things than a professional would hear we go into houses where there's that sort of a situation um but you only get a snapshot and you they only tell you what they're comfortable to tell you but you can understand the background of everything the context of the sort of life that people are having to lead through listening to to things that are going on sort of in in real life as it were um so it was yeah really interesting approach to learning as well I, I, I like finding innovative ways of, of teaching and that, that really is isn't it Sammy yeah, yeah it is and and you also one of the other papers I think that, that you wrote was about fandom is that right and and in particular transformative yes. fandom now what is that Helen well, transformative fandom is when somebody who's a fan of something um takes the subject that they're the fan of and turns Mm. it into something creative so you get people who will make all sorts of costumes like Doctor Who type stuff you know so people knit Doctor Who scarves and they all wear costumes at conventions so that's called cosplay Um, but you also have people who write fan fiction and that's transformative fandom Um, they're taking one thing and turning it into something completely new and usually very wonderful. Um, so I, I was interested to look at how really the academic archers does that all the time. Um, I've had people who've written songs. A, f- a friend has uh, a version of Jerusalem sung to the tune of the archers, which I think really? would make a fantastic yeah. national anthem. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, Poetry. There's been some fantastic poetry, hasn't there? A, a mutual friend of ours, Barbara Williams, wrote a mm-hmm. wonderful mm-hmm. book of poems about various people in the arches. Mm-hmm. And and Janie yourself. I mean, because I, 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 well, we've got several one woman shows, haven't we? One of which Janie has written, which is beautiful. Uh, it's, a, it's a brilliant show. But I also have my other one woman show. Um, and you've written a fantastic poem about Lillian. Uh, which we constantly have to keep updating. We do. But yeah, absolutely. It, it is amazing, I think, isn't it, the power of it? And, um, I mean, you know, talking a little bit earlier about Headley, um, who played Kathy Perks, of course she was involved in organising the Archer's Addicts um, for many, many years.
years and we used to go on cruises mm. archers cruises you know and it was just wonderful mm. meeting meeting the listeners and how transformative actually <laughs> that was for a lot of people and they would get involved and we would write a script and they would become part of the archers it was wonderful just wonderful yeah and Helen you're one of the moderators of the Facebook group that's right isn't it Yes, one of the admin. Yeah, we we, uh, we so took it on. We took on the role to help help out Cara and Nick, who were being bombarded sometimes with problems. <laughs> I, bet. <laughs> I bet. So is it? There are. I mean, there are. God knows, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of Facebook um, archers groups of one sort or another. What what sort of community is the Academic Archers Facebook group? Well, yes, I mean, there are over 70 Facebook groups about the archers, um, some of which don't talk about the archers at all. For example, there's archers cats who just talk about cats. Uh, there's archers Fine. politics and things. Um, there's some very irreverent uh, groups. There are groups who will only talk about the archers. And I think what's what's great about the Academic Archers Facebook group, is that we have a set of values. But everybody within the group tends to stick to those values. So it's it's a group that respects other people, respects other people's views. And really, we can discuss pretty much anything that's linked in to anything that's to do with the Archers. Um, it's... It looks at things in more depth than you'll find in most groups. Mm. So we don't tend mm. to have the, oh, what are the script writers on about? That wouldn't happen. It would. That might be said in another group. Um, in the academic archers, we might say, well, this wouldn't happen because, and right. and explore the different the different ways that um, the story might have changed or might change mm. in the future. So we, we can look at the future. We can look at at the past. We've got people who have incredible knowledge of the the history of the archers. We have some listeners who've been there from the start, literally from the first episode. Golly. Mm. So it's really like a springboard, isn't it, for more in-depth conversations about things, really, isn't it? Um, yes, absolutely. I just want to go slightly in a slightly different direction because you are the most fantastic knitter. I mean, really fantastic <laughs> knitter. And, of course, that fantastic uh, piece of work, you know, that, that cardigan that, that you actually knitted for um, well, the 70th anniversary of the Archers, and it's one of the, the 70 articles, um, you, you know, that the, the, the Archers have for that year. How long did it take you? to knit that because the detail is phenomenal right it took me I was I was stuck unable to do very much um because mm. I'd torn a muscle in my shoulder um so I could I could still use my right hand with a mouse so I sat down at the computer and I've got some software for designing knitting patterns and it took me just over a week to do the chart for it sitting right. there all the time for the body, anyway, the sleeves were, came on later, and then it took me four months to knit it. Wow! Wow! So wow! No, it I mean, that was almost full time. Fantastic. Thank I'm you. sure it was almost yes, full it was. time. It's it's absolutely wonderful. It's and actually, anybody out there, you know, if you go onto our BBC Archers website uh, and for the 70 articles for the 70th anniversary, you can see it in all its splendour. It's fantastic a picture of it. You wearing it, of course, as well. Yeah, I am indeed. And it, although I, you can't say see the name Bellamy because that's on the back. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
but it's there thank you yeah <laughs> thank yeah. you uh, we'll have to see if we can maybe use the picture use a picture of it to yeah. put on our put on our page because it absolutely it is absolutely. it is an well, absolute work of art you're very welcome to use the the big picture of the back of it that's that's fine oh, oh that would you. be fantastic thank thanks, we'll thanks helen that's so, great um who would you helen if you were tottering into ambridge who would you most like to have a drink in the bowl with <laughs> oh god well that would have to be lillian definitely <laughs> um, oh, thank you darling thank you <laughs> preferably with jim as well i think <laughs> oh yeah i think we could have the most fantastic evening Yes. Yeah, that would be, be quite a good one, wouldn't it, Lillian? It would. Jim? We'll bring plenty of gin as well. We'll get plenty yes. of gin in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what appeals to me about this academic archers, actually. You know, you're obviously all very fond of a bit of gin. That's definitely <laughs> a reason to be there, apart from anything else. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> Um, I'd really be interested in asking Cara that almost the same question, really, if um, if if that's all right. Where, who would you like to have a drink in the pool with, Cara? You don't have to say Lillian. I mean, or no, no, please. Lillian would be please. really good. Lillian would be excellent. <laughs> um, me and Tracy are the same age. We're all a month oh, apart. So I, I, I do Tracy. feel a real soft spot for Tracy. And I think she could have a really, she needs a good listen to, I think at the moment mm. so that could be good a mm. bit of a shoulder to cry on um mm. i mean there's a bit of a list i would love charlie thomas to walk back into the ball and i'll sit down and have a drink oh, with him. Yeah. and i'm mm. loving Jacob as well at the moment <laughs> i think yeah. to sit down and people watch with Jacob in the ball would be one of the best <laughs> ways you could spend an evening i would relish that and of course Jacob would really say it as it is you know I mean he's not bad in coming yeah. forward is he so uh, yeah. that would be very funny actually his observations indeed and then of course for the gossip you'd need to have a couple of drinks with Susan wouldn't you absolutely and then, and yeah. then you'd get it all wouldn't you yeah. oh, how funny yeah well, and then you know if you wanted to you could just sit there and wait for the choir to start as well you could be involved in the choir as well you know for Christmas <laughs> so there we go I mean you know, all of life is there quite frankly uh, but which choir Sonny which oh choir? indeed which choir indeed <laughs> the battle of the oh, choirs um, well I'm really grateful I hope that this has inspired lots of people who are listening mm. to trot along to um, the Facebook Academic Archers page or to academicarchers.net um, indeed to find out more about the Academic Archers and to and to pile up to the conference it is just they are just so welcoming mm. and just mm. not like not like anything it sounds horrible saying not like anything you might think of as academic but it's all the good things about academic mm. which is kind of really appreciating getting into the nitty gritty of something but mm. without the arsiness of it is that mm. Is that that's probably not a very academic term, but um, it's it's just absolutely delightful, and we're yeah. so grateful to you both for telling us about absolutely. it. Absolutely, and of course, there's all the books to read as well. And yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I mean, I think that 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 combination of you guys and the Dum de Dum lot yeah, will be fascinating be in April. I mean, you know, just will be wonderful. So yeah, I would suggest you know, if anyone isn't a member of the Arches Academic, you know, get involved now because I think that will be a wonderful conference. It'll be fantastic. Definitely. And I'm sure Helen will be getting a paper on something. Yeah. Uh, who knows what? You, ne you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's brewing. It's brewing yeah, now. You can feel it. Brewing. You can feel it. <laughs> so shall we, do you want to ask them our, our final question then, Sunny? So each of you, this is for each of you, uh, maybe Helen first. Um, what would you say to your younger self, Helen? Oh, that, now something Ooh. I've been thinking of 
quite a lot recently. I think yeah. I think I'd probably say mm-hmm. don't spend too much of your time trying to prove things to other people. Um, mm. I think that would be a fair one. And what about you, Cara? When I was thinking on this question, I think it would depend on what age I was being asked. Mm-hmm. There's different things I'd say to me at different ages. But having just come through COVID, which wiped me out completely and feeling really right. physically depleted, it would be quite a bit of practical advice. Let's just keep going mm. to the gym. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, keep yeah. as healthy as you can. Yeah. Keep as fit as you can. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good one. Although in my case, it would be stop going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. How, how are you doing now, Cara, though? I'm, Are you, I'm you're doing still pretty better. shattered. I'm, you know, I was doing mm. one thing a day for a while coming out of COVID, and now I can just about manage two. But it's 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 taken me by surprise. Um, I can get up the stairs now without having to stop halfway and and you know catch my breath back again. So you know, you really appreciate the small little wins coming out of. I mean, any mm. you know bad illness, but um, but yeah, COVID was quite a surprise to me. Uh, physically gosh so you were really laid low by it then when, when did you get it Carla? um i got it uh last week um and i had it for about right. 10 days okay okay and, you, and you, you've been jabbed presumably you had all of that it. yeah just and yeah. had the flu jab and you know all up to date with all of that it was just really bad luck of the draw but um, everybody mm. I know at the moment seems to have it again. Um, yeah. So it was mm. inevitable that I would I would come down with it. I spent the whole time when I wasn't sleeping doing crochet. Nothing oh. as huge and, you know, amazing as Helen's jumper. But that was the thing that kept <laughs> me going through it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we do hope you continue. Thanks so much for coming when you've yeah. been so poorly. And I um, mm. hope that you kind of get back to normal soon but but like you say mm. it's been kind to yourself isn't it in the process mm. and just mm. taking a, taking the recovery gently and mm. taking it taking it mm. seriously mm. Yeah. absolutely and 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 for me i hope that someday some point i get to meet both of you in person that would be a complete joy thank wonderful. you so much for i mean there's the always this we really gin and tonic with lillian's name on it at the bar anyway at the conference well <laughs> Um, you might just see me there, darlings. You might just see me there. <laughs> Thank you so much, both yeah. of you, uh, for joining you. us today. We really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. It's been, lo- it's been lovely to meet you. Thanks for listening to our One Stiletto in the Grey podcast. If you'd like to see behind-the-scenes clips and bonus content, please visit our Facebook page, One Stiletto in the Grey podcast. And if you'd like to ask any questions, follow us on Twitter, at One Stiletto 65. This podcast is produced by Raggedy House Productions and the music composed by Tom Smith. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>